When I would do good, evil is always present with me. Help us to see and hear what you want us to hear tonight. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Everybody say amen. Amen. Now don't sit out there. How many of you got brought a Bible tonight? How many brought your textbook? You got a Bible? You got one? All right, grab that Bible. Just on your phone, grab your phone. Wait a minute. Get your phone. Your iPad. I don't care what it is. Now repeat after me. Say, Thy word. Come on now. Say it like you said. When you're in the mirror, you're pretending you're a preacher. Say, Thy word. There's a lamp. Unto my feet. Thank <laughs> you. 
like that, you almost give up. Because it sounds like we got a whole lot of enemies. Come on, say it now. I mean, we got rulers, we got principalities, we got powers, we got spiritual forces of evil. But notice what the word of God says. The Bible says, therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, essentially what the Bible is saying is, don't wait until the day of evil comes, but be ready so that when the day of evil comes, you're ready. Come on, say amen. Everybody shout, I want to be ready. Thank you. 
you cannot have faith in somebody you don't know. I ain't talking about, I ain't talking about going to church. Going to church don't mean you know the Lord. Come on, get some up. Learn this. He 
talking about Satan and his angels have come where? To earth to cast doubt about God. Now that's the war. Satan, I told you, Satan ain't trying to kill you. It amazes me. People are just so, like, you know, really, Satan, like, he ain't done impressing you. He would rather you alive with no faith because you can do more harm than good dead. He just wants you not to believe. He wants you to just be on the fence. He wants, listen, and in the Word of God, if you study, there's no such thing as being cool with God and being on the fence. You either got to be with God or against God. And Satan wants to keep people on the fence with no faith, with no power, with no knowledge of God. And if he has you there, then he has done his job. He wants to cast doubt about God. He wants people to think against God. He wants people to think that God does not care for them. Number six, can I tell y'all why he hates you though? No, this is, I love I love sharing this. Y'all stay with me tonight. Oh, Holy Spirit, help me teach this thing. Do you know why Satan hates you so much? Because you remind him of God. Oh, put your hands together and give God praise on Strategy is to lie. 
I'm good. That's good. That's good. I'm good. Satan's strategy is to lie. What is the strategy? That's it. Now look at Revelation 12, 12. The Bible says, Woe to the inhabitants of the and the sea. Ah, why? Basically, he's saying, y'all better watch out because the greatest liar of all time is coming down to you. For the devil, together, has come down to you having what? Because he knows that he has a short time. Did you get that? So, so, so let, me just, let me just add this parenthetical. This is why my inheritance, that's who I am, why I'm doing this, why we're doing this. Because we read Satan on something that many of us have forgotten about. Stay here. That time is short.
know this guy because I know he's notorious in Cleveland. Anthony Sola. I mean, he's like the baddest person in the world. He's done some egregious things. There are even people here tonight that were affected by the things that he did. But can I tell you something in here? According to the scriptures, Anthony Sowell is not more guilty of sin than the rest of us in here. God does not look at one sin and say, boom, that's big. And look at another sin and say, ooh, that's small. All sin killed God. And all sin is from Satan. And when sin gets in our heart, God has one agenda to get it out. For you said I will exalt my throne above the stars. Oh God! I, Lord have mercy. This is a bold dude. I will be like the Most High. Sin starts with I. Is that clear? Every dumb thing I've ever done, and the stuff I didn't know I did that was dumb, I got one thing in common. I. So I shout, Lord, help me with that. <laughs> Woo! Now, what does the Bible define sin to be? The Bible says in 1 John 3, 4, everyone who sins breaks the what? In fact, the Bible says sin is lawlessness. In other words, sin, can I simplify this? Is when we go against what God said. Amen? 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 And as you out here, the law of God is whatever God said. Right. Now, let me illustrate. In my house, the most somebody, me and my wife are law. <laughs> and my children are our subjects. Come on, here, somebody. <laughs> and whatever I say, thank the Lord, it's a law. Come on in here, somebody. Uh, and if I say it's time to get up in the morning, somebody shout, it's law. <laughs> Well, I don't think I really had to. Do not climb out of the second floor of the window. 
happening for following just for a second. I promise you, and I'm speaking from personal experience right now, that if you follow God, God is going to ask you to do stuff that doesn't make sense to you. Yes. 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 The Bible says His ways are not our ways, nor His thoughts our thoughts. The bottom line is we can't understand the mind of God, so it's best for us just to shut up and do Satan's mission. Now here it goes. Oh, help me, the Lord. Help me to deal with this all the time. Y'all read this with me. Satan's mission is to arrange circumstances in your life to get you to a place where you disobey and Oh, Lord, help Everything that has ever happened in your life there have been two people involved in the process. God and Satan. What I'm about to do right now, help me God, I'm about to help somebody in here to get some perspective on what, on, on what your life really is about. Are you ready for this? I have three examples and I'm done. But no now, Satan is doing everything he can skillfully to arrange your life in certain ways, to cause things to happen to you, to allow you to go into certain families, to, 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 for bad things, to, to, to go against what you have planned, to, to cause you to go through pain. And he's got one agenda in mind, I want them to do what I did, and that's not trust in God. Here it goes. Life, therefore, then, is a test. How many know that right now? Some of us think that we just in Cleveland and we just going working at the clinic and, and we doing this and, and we got kids and we're gonna die and somebody goes, no, 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 no. Right now, everything we say, everything we do, every thought we have is being weighed in the judgment, and our life is a straight-up test. First Corinthians 10. Oh, thank you, Lord, for this scripture. And notice what the Bible says. No temptation. And that word means test. No temptation or test in life has overtaken you except what is common to man. In other words, uh, you ain't gone through nothing that nobody else ain't gone through, first of all. You ain't that special. Come on, say amen. No, 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 no. Everybody. There's nobody here with a story that unique. Come on in here, somebody. Everybody has, has somebody out there who has a similar story. But watch this now. Uh, you may be being tested. And what God says, and God is so Oh, God. No. Uh, no, no matter what you've been through. Huh? No matter what you have done. No matter what has happened to you. No matter what kind of mess you put, no matter what kind of guilt is on your life, even though you have failed the test, God is faithful. Come on and hear somebody.
will not let you be tested or tempted Come on, beyond what you can bear. But when you are And you're asking God why. Guess what? God says, guess what? Before this thing hit you, I had already measured that thing. I had already weighed that thing. I had already specifically designed that thing. See, when Satan initially threw it at you, it was this thing. But when it came through me, I shaped that thing. I measured that thing. Big on him. First of all, I want God to say that about me. Come on, say that. 
mercy and grace. Yeah. For God says, oh, I'm not going to blame this man. He's upright. He's one who fears God and shuns evil. And then watch this. So Satan answered the Lord and said, huh? Does Job, however, fear God enough? In other words, look, now come on, God. You're going to throw this guy at me? This is easy, too. You know why it's easy? Because, you know, people only, like, really serve you when everything's going well. <laughs> oh, come on, say amen, somebody. <laughs> Folk really know how to pray when they, when they lose their job.
That's why the divorce happened. That's why you were rejected. That's why the murder took place. That's why the legal situation happened. All the negatives in our lives was Satan's attempt to throw all of hell's fury at us to get us so in pain so that we start saying, God, it's your fault. The Bible says in verse 4, yes, all the man has, he will give for his life. So Satan said, all right, all I did was take his stuff. Uh, but watch this. He says, uh, he said, but now God, if you stretch out his hand, uh-huh, and touch his bone and his flesh, and he will surely curse you to his face. So in other words, he says, take his health. He says, and the Lord said to Satan, behold, go ahead, he's in your hand. But spare his life. Get him as close to death as you want to. But spare his life. Now, can I tell you something real quick? The disease that Job got was called boils. Now, boils in those days was the equivalent of getting HIV AIDS today. People associated the disease with sinful activity. It was a disease of shame. Now, Job goes from being a man to being a person who's on the news and everybody's questioning whether he did something wrong. So not only has he lost stuff, not only has he lost his health, but now he's lost his reputation. Can I get a witness in here? Satan says, I got him now. So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord and struck Job with painful boils from the sole of his foot to the crown of his head. The Bible says that Job sat on a dung heap. Can I tell you what a dung heap is? It's feces. Manure from animals. And they sent these men inflicted with these diseases outside the camp because they were considered to be sinners. And you remember, Job's friends came to him and started saying, the only reason why you're in this mess is because you must have done something wrong. So not only, and then his wife, the <laughs>
gone off on him. His buddies have gone off on him. He's got dead children whose funeral he couldn't even attend. He's got no family. He's got no food. He's sitting on down here. Surely he should sit now. The Bible says like this. Job got up, <laughs> tore his robe, shaved his head, and then he fell to the ground in worship. Come on, Arizona. Couldn't get Joe. Couldn't get it. 
Huh? I tried to get Samson, but even at the end of his life, he got messed up. He figured out how to hold on to the I tried to get David with women, and I tried to get David with pride, but, but David knew how to repent, and he promised to the man after God's own heart, and he cried out to the Lord in his bed of iniquity, create within me a clean heart. Jesus. 
is really a strong Jesus. The Bible says that he came to him and tempted him. And after 40 days and 40 nights, Jesus was hungry. And then the tempter came to him and said, uh, why don't you turn these stones into bread? Huh? Uh, but I want to focus on this last one. And I'm going to let you go. The last test that Satan came to Jesus with, he says, and again, the devil took it. And this reveals what Satan really wants. And the devil took him to a very high mountain yeah. and showed him all the kingdoms of the world yeah. and their splendor. Uh, he says, all this I will give you. Yeah. Now, excuse me. <laughs> Why are you going to give me what's not? Right. 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 The earth is the right. And the fullness of the <laughs> When you see how he lied, right. he just lied. Y'all know folk like that, they just lied. They right. tell one lie, they tell another lie.
then you will overcome him every time. Listen to me. Listen, this ain't no joke. We are not fooling around with some pitchfork, red-headed, horns out of his head devil. We are dealing with a diabolical genius who is calculated and he doesn't think in terms of a generation. He thinks how can I destroy generations? Disobedience. Yeah. Thoughts tonight. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We have heard this word. Yeah. And we see it now. Satan has one job to do. And he's trying to deceive the whole world to get us to not focus on what God said. God, I'm praying that we will not be among the deceived. But that we will be those who know what God said and who have strength to overcome and win every test because we trust the word of God. When I would do good, evil is always present with me. Oh, wretched man that I am, who will free me from this body of death?